Welcome, Mage. I'm Rhino. And I'm Papa Mage. And this is the Extreme Casual MTG Podcast. All right. On today's podcast, we're going to be going back in time to a very, very important story or set of stories for us. And that is the creation of the Young Mage channel. But before we get into that, we want you to make sure that you subscribe. If you're listening to the podcast, go ahead and su hit that little subscribe button or whatever they call it. Uh, if you're watching it on YouTube, please hit subscribe. And if you really like this content, uh, or hey, if you don't, give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. We don't care. Either one. Yeah. Uh, but if you give us a thumbs down, tell us why. Or if you give us a thumbs up, tell us why. why. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start out with the Rhino story. Now, we're not going all the way back to when Rhino was just a little bitty tyke pulling up, trying to walk, and then just charging into things until he <laughs> ran into something and bumped and turned and ran into something else. And that's where he got his name, Rhino. Now, we're going to go back to the Rhino story of him playing card games. And this is about when he was six and he was seven. Now, now, this was when you were six, but going into seven years old, yeah. he was playing another game. It was Pokemon. I, uh, I didn't know how to read. I Well, no, 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 no. That, that's not exactly true. You did know how to read. He just has dys dyslexia, and he had a hard time reading. He knew the phonemes. He knew how to do that. But, but it was very difficult for him to read. Yeah. And I tried out some other um, board game, uh, not board games, card games. And they just didn't work out for me. But, but, you, it, but you were playing one and you were, yeah. and he was doing, he was doing tournaments and he was doing pretty good. And that, that game was Pokemon. Yes, of course it was Pokemon. Hmm. And it was very boring. I, it's like I was playing the same game over and over again. But then uh, one day, I uh, saw this one magic card, and it was Stormtide Leviathan. And you said, Yeah. So. And I was there with him, and he was just sorting through, uh, you know, he was looking for Pokemon cards, mm -hmm. and he was looking for them based off of the, the picture, okay, yeah. the, the images. And uh, and he ran across uh, a misplaced magic card, and he picked it up, and he said, Stormtide Leviathan. He read Stormtide Leviathan. This from a boy who couldn't read. So that's when just we started... Okay, he can read that font. Let let's see what we can do to kind of get him doing this for his schooling. Because if he can read that font, that's great. We'll we'll figure out how we can get him to read more. So he shifted from Pokemon to Magic the Gathering because that's what he could read. Yeah. Now, of course, Magic the Gathering is the first uh, trading card game. Uh, or collectible card game, or whatever you want to call it. But, you know, it came out in mm -hmm. 1993. And, you know, I played it 
long, long time ago, and I had been playing it off and on for many years. Uh, but since he got into this, we said, okay, it's time to get him playing. So now he was seven years old, starting to play Magic. And this was the struggle. Okay, the struggle was, let's try to find him a place where he can play. We had heard about Friday Night Magic. Uh, there was one game store we went to that said, don't bring him here on Friday night. The people here are, they're just crass. They're, they're, they're not, they're really not good people. And I'm thinking, okay, if they're not good people, then why are you letting them come into the store? But we didn't go to that place. We went to a couple of other places. Uh, mm -hmm. There was uh, one game store we went to. It, it changed owners like three times in a year. Uh, and each time it changed owners, it, it got stranger. Um, you know, we, we started playing there. They weren't overly helpful with the young players. And, um, that, that was a bit of a problem, I think. Uh, and then as owners changed, then they wanted you to, and they wanted to have like guarantees of you coming to Friday nights. And uh, then they created a subscription service just to get in the door and all that. And it just wasn't as welcoming. Uh, so then we found uh, the game store that we've spent the most time at. Oh, yes. And that was very open and very uh, considerate. That's a really good word. Very considerate of the fact that at the time he was seven, eight years old and he would go in and he'd play games and he was doing stupid things during games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to attack with this creature, this one, one creature when they have a four, four flyer and they're going to block. OK, it's dead. Like, OK, so he was having a hard time grasping the fundamentals of the game. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. He knew how to play Pokemon, okay, but translating from Pokemon to Magic is is a it's more of a leap of consciousness. Yeah, it's easy to go backwards. <laughs> you know, once you learn Magic, you can go back and do most any of these card games. But uh, having him at seven, eight years old, jumping up to that was was a was a really difficult thing for him to do. Uh, it was really hard for me. And uh, so we would uh, build a good standard decks. There was no commander. Nobody was playing commander back no, then. No. Not around here, at least. Or actually, we're not there. But not around there, at least. And so we were just trying to figure out, okay, how do you do this? So we decided to start searching for content creators. And we're searching and, and searching search. and searching. And we found all this wonderful, wonderful, incredible content for people on the Pro Tour. Uh, people trying to tune their decks for optimum efficiency. And here he is just trying to find some of the basics of understanding the gameplay and understanding when to cast your creature. Do you want to do it before battle or after battle? That, that's a big question that new players don't really grasp. Um, we found all of that stuff. We found a bunch of stuff on 
MTG Finance on finding, uh, you know, which cards are going to go up in value and stuff like that. We weren't worried about that. We wanted to play the game. We found the professor. The professor was doing, you know, really good stuff back then on the card sleeves and deck boxes and things like that. Uh, and of course, he's gotten so much better. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, over time, but uh, we couldn't find anything on how to get started, how to get better at Friday Night Magic. So when you can't you find it, it, you make it. So <clears throat> this was him about about the age of nine. And we started going, okay, can we start creating our own content? Uh, and this, we knew that we would have to learn somehow uh, how to teach this stuff. But we figured that people following a nine-year-old, not, not nine right now, but nine. Yeah, six <laughs> uh, years ago. Uh, and seeing him go through the steps of learning how to play would be a, a very positive thing. So we batted around a bunch of different ideas, but the main thing was, all right, we're going to create a, a YouTube channel. We called it Young Mage and we tested things. And in, in around September of that year, we started making some content. And it was uh, difficult. We didn't have, uh, Rhino had no screen presence at all, other than he was little and cute. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> And, you know, some of it, and I had, I had done a lot of video editing before, but the video editing I did was for, uh, military stuff so it wasn't anything that was designed to be flashy or try to uh, entice people to come in and watch i mean it was very it was very uh, how's a very passive voice sort of thing you have these long stretches of content and you cut them together and that's it uh, and that's kind of the way we started our channel. We started with using iMovie for the video editor. Uh, and to tell you the truth, we used iMovie all the way up to last year. So we used it for five years uh, and had no real problems with using the free software there. We changed out some cameras from time to time, but uh, we... We definitely, uh, you know, worked with lighting and things like that. When he was young, we decided, okay, let's do reviews. We, the very first thing that he did was the deck builders toolkit and he opened it up and he tried to build a deck and he did various things for that. And and then you did some stuff with uh, Magic Origins. You did, uh, what were your three favorite cards from each of the colors in Origins? And yeah, did some opening of packs and things like that. And uh, so 
this was a nine-year-old that was doing something consistently week after week. He did one video a week, each week, without fail. Uh, and so from September, uh, well, basically it was August, September, October. I mean, that was two months. And then we decided to have a business meeting. Yes. So November 1st of 2015, we had the first Young Mage business meeting. And this, we treated it like a meeting. We had, we took minutes of the meeting. We had what time we started, the things that we covered and all of that. And this was a nine-year-old that was co completely engaged, engaged for almost two, a two hour long business meeting. Now, who <laughs> do you know a nine-year-old in a two hour, two hours? Two hours worth. Of, yeah, it wasn't quite two hours, but look, yeah, most nine-year-olds, <laughs> after 10 minutes, they're poof, gone. <laughs> uh, so he was in this business meeting, and that's when really Young Mage began. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a mission statement, which we've changed uh, multiple times, and we've turned it into our tagline now, which is, uh, reaching and, and teaching, teaching young, young mages of all ages. ages. And uh, so that's where young mage comes from. It comes from the fact that the people we're teaching are young mages. They're new to, to magic. And to tell the truth, that is one of the hardest niches in magic oh, yeah. to, to deal with because... You know, we have a lot of people that have subscribed over the years. A lot of people have come in and they've commented and they've done, you know, they've just said wonderful things, but then they've, they've learned what they needed to learn. And then they've grown up and gone on to other things, which is perfectly fine. That's exactly what we yeah. want them to do. But it's, it's difficult because we have to continue to grow our subscriber base. We have to continue to get people to come in to watch uh, our content. Now we've modified things quite a bit over the years uh, and uh, we're definitely doing a lot more gameplay now. Mm -hmm. uh, the gameplay is generally slower than what you see other people do because we describe what we're doing as we're doing it. And uh, that uh, is very helpful. You know, people like uh, seeing how we we do the gameplay and, you know, we'll have like a little recap afterwards that, Hey, th this is, this is what I had going on. This is what I was going to do. I was thinking that you were going to do this versus this. So, uh, we've been doing, uh, a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, Rhino has stayed consistent, uh, to a degree, you know, we've had, <laughs> We've had some medical struggles over the last year or so, which uh, has made things a little more difficult. But uh, that's the story of Young Mage. Do uh, you have anything else that you want to add to that story? No. No? 
Okay, so that's the story. Um, and it's the beginnings of Rhino learning how to play magic and teach magic. How crappy I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was really bad. Uh, and we've got stories about some really amazing games and tournaments he's played in and all that. And that will be coming up in future uh, Extreme Casual podcasts. Because, you know, in this podcast, we really want to talk about the stories behind magic and how it's affected us and how it's uh, helped Rhino achieve a lot of his goals. And, uh, you know, he can read quite well now. Uh, It's still it's still rather slow. (laughs) Still rather bumpy. Yeah. But I'm getting used to it. Yeah. And, you know, we uh, often did things in the, uh, the magic uh, font to help him read. But, uh, you know, he's uh, overcome a lot of those struggles. And uh, so if you have a, a story about magic, uh, put a, a couple of sentences down in the comments. Tell us a little bit about your your story about your beginnings in magic uh who 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 introduced you to it did you learn who did you learn from was a person older than you was a person much much younger than you (laughs) because rhino has taught a lot of people who are much older than him i've taught i parents yeah parents of the little kids uh and and people who are grayer than me uh we he's taught them and you know it's just uh been an amazing journey so uh let's see we've got uh more videos coming out soon Soon. so until then me and me papa mage are shuffled back into the library see you later